Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Cool. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I like your uh, like your headset with the the glowy <laughs> cat ears. <laughs> That's cool. I had it on hand. Figured, you know what? Why not? <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I love when people use headsets and mics because it's uh, the sound is way better. Yeah, agreed. Completely agreed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your background looks cool. What do you got? A bunch of stuffed animals and fluffies and plushies and female what can i say <laughs> i like it i gotta i'm on the squishmallow train i'm on it i fuck like yes what i can't like it's a giant squishy how can you not love it i know right you get to cuddle it you know these uh you've seen those long pillows they're like uh for your couch or maybe like your bed or whatever, but they're super long and oh, they look yeah. like a, you know, they're like a dog pillow, but you know, people use them like to wrap up in and, you know, kind of cuddle with. I have one of a baguette. Do you? <laughs> yes. I love bread. Oh shit. Okay. Nice. That's cool. So you're, um, you, your discord name is Miku Miku. Is that right? It, it wasn't taken. So I took it. <laughs> What it, what is Miku Miku? It sounds like an anime character. Uh it's actually a idol in Japan. It is a it's actually a holographic idol. So all of her oh. shows, all of her concerts, it's actually all done through holograms and she herself is a hologram and her name is Hatsune Miku. And so I just figured, you know what? Loki, I really like her. She's cool. It's something a lot of people don't really know about. It's not super mainstream. So yeah. That sounds awesome. Okay. Hell yeah. I'll have to check that out. So she does all her concerts in uh like a she just projects. Well, she is a projection. Her entire persona is a projection. Holy shit. So all oh, of her shows wild. are really like this really fancy technology, I guess, is the best way I can describe it. It's like lasers yeah. and all that stuff. And most of the reason you'd go is mostly just because the visuals of it is just so trippy and amazing. Yeah. Uh, that is wild. I would, I definitely need to research some of that stuff. Because that sounds cool as hell. Yeah, so uh, and your Instagram is May, right? Yes. Okay. Hell yeah. Is that your name or your call yeah, sign? So, yeah. So call sign is Buki. It's short for Bushwookie. Oh, as nice. strange as it sounds, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. Because you, it, it looks like your Instagram is, uh, or at least the one I follow or the one I message you through is your, um, you've, it's mostly like your personal one, but then you've yeah. got a couple of recent airsoft pictures in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I think I've been doing airsoft for maybe three years now, three, maybe going on four, something like that. My brother got me into it and then met a bunch of people through it, ended up becoming just my circle of friends. And then they just said, Hey, we're doing a group. You know what? Why not? Yeah. 
Oh, that's cool. Hell yeah. And you got a really cool looking suit on there. I want to bring up the screen. I want to show, I want to share the screen and uh, show it too, if you don't mind. On your Instagram, you're, uh, you're playing like, what is it, a unicorn outfit? Another Halloween game. Yeah. <laughs> there was a couple of us dressed up as unicorns. So if you were just looking at the other team, it was just, you'd just see a random group of unicorns just rampaging at you. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So a bunch of people dressed up like them. Yeah, it was actually very fun. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's cool. Now, what uh, what gun are you shooting right there? Uh, that one... Okay, that one is before I upgraded her, actually. That turned HBA. That was oh. my... It's not the ARP9. It's the the five five six. I think the okay. the the M4 version of it. Gotcha. Yeah. G and G. Yeah. Threw a jack in it. Upgraded as much as I could, and now it's just HBA DMR. Sit in the back, snack and attack. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. Okay. It sounds like I don't want to be on the opposite side of the field as you. <laughs> you won't see me as the main thing. You'll see my gun because the tip is kind of sparkly. It's yeah. that rainbow aluminum kind of effect on it. Oh, okay. So you'll see that, but you may not see me. <laughs> and what was this one here? Renaissance Fair. Always oh, cool. gotta go every year. You'll see titties, you'll see ass, you'll see <laughs> everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. You you convinced me. Okay, you twist my arm. Dang it. <laughs> I mean, titties and ass. I can't say much more. You just go. Yeah, that's it. That's all you gotta say. We're 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 going. We're getting a group. We're going. Now, where is this at? Out in uh, by Chicago somewhere. Um, it is. I think it's actually right on the border of Chicago, of Illinois and Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Um, Bristol, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. But they do it every year. It's actually a huge, huge thing. Thousands of people show up. A bunch of people dress up. I mean, I saw a guy dressed as a banana. I saw a guy dressed as a corn dog. You know, (laughs) seen people that actually do like the guy behind us. That's a dude. cosplaying as the the gargoyle. It's not actually a statue. So. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a real person. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Very cool. Now, have you done that for a while? How'd you get into that? Um, It was just something fun to do. I went when I was younger, and then now it's just a reason to dress up and drink. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> can't cool. really pass it up. Great people watching. Yeah, that's good. Hell yeah. Awesome. Let's get out of here. Figure out what I'm doing. There we go. There we go. Do you have a um? Do you have a light in front of you, or a or a uh, your screen? Uh, do you have your computer screen on? Yeah, I probably have the brightness super low. Oh, dude. Let's see. If my non-technological uh, self can feel. <laughs> You're doing good. It's just so dark that it's uh, real grainy. There you go. That's better. <laughs> oh, you can see you. So, uh, 
So I met you through just recently through uh, through Instagram, uh, Airsoft Mike. I mean, yep. Airsoft Dad, Mike, the the Mike version of Airsoft Dad. There's two of them that I talked to, so and they're both in that same area, and um, Mike and Scott. So the first one I talked with, um, you commented on one of the posts I did, I think for, or maybe that he did, and I saw you through there. Probably it sounds like something I do. Yeah, and then I and I followed you. I mean, and hit he's you up. been talking y'all up. He's been, you know, nothing but good words. So yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good guy. Hell yeah. Most definitely, he's our airsoft daddy. <laughs> now, when uh, was he already at the field when you started playing there, or did he come no. after? He actually showed up maybe a year or two after me with okay. his son, too. And, you know, one of our friends just kept on trying to get him to go on the field, you know, at least put a vest on and just watch. You don't have to play. Finally yeah. agreed. Then finally agreed to play. And now kind of more into it than his son almost. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, well, you know, what's weird it, is... I did the same uh, similar thing, you know, I'm I'm doing this. Um so technically I'm kind of more into airsoft than my sons who got me into it basically. So uh so yeah, I I've seen that happen before. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like it's for everybody. Why not? <laughs> right? Now do you do you play more than your brother? No. I definitely take the winter break. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, holidays, all that shit. Just, I'm just like, you know what? It's too cold. I'd rather hibernate and snack, you know, <laughs> watch Netflix. That's it. And then when the nicer weather comes around, I'll occasionally make a, an appearance in the winter. Nicer weather rolls around there almost every weekend. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I can't do the cold either. Heck with that, dude. I do not like to go out in the cold. These guys have been talking at last uh, handful of people I've talked with. They're like, are you going to this event? I'm like, is it like in spring? Cause I'm not going anything until, you know, especially outside of this state, but I'll go to something in South Carolina in March, like end of March, I'm going to Stonebreaker, but it's warmed up by then. But uh, oh, yeah. anywhere else, you know, this guy, uh, I talked to a couple people, they were doing an event at the end of February up in um, Pennsylvania. And I'm like, bro, are you kidding? No. Fucking snow. I'm not going up there. <laughs> no, thanks. Mm -mm. Yeah. Uh, -uh. uh, I will say I'm looking forward to March because we have our Red Dawn season opener coming up. And oh, it, although it's a shit show, it's entertaining. Yeah. No kidding. Where is that? The uh, what field is that again? What's your home field? Uh, home field is PBX. Yeah, okay. most they're a paintball place, but then Sundays they let the airsofters come in and play all their games, and then uh, the occasional, you know, uh, blops or uh, black ops. Mm. Not so much there recently. They've just had a little too much issues, too much shit going down. Where I'm just like, eh, full eh. autoing and uh, swinging at each other with their with their I guns. Mean, I've been called out for being a female there. <laughs> called like, out yeah like, like what do they oh, what do they, what do they say paid. so they have a rule there females don't pay for admission and i imagine that's just so that they can try and get more females to come play 
Which right. I get. I get it. Yeah. It's a male-dominated hobby. Yeah. But I've had guys that are literally like, well, why doesn't she have to pay? Why do I have to pay? What the fuck is this? And it's like, yeah. I offered them money. They didn't take it. They gave right. me a wristband. <laughs> yeah, that's not your fault. Shit. That's the field the field owner or whatever who's running the field, you know? A lot of catcalling there, too. Just a lot of unwanted attention. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, that's just... Airsoft, I get it. It's bound to happen, but it's more obvious there than it is in yeah. other fields. Oh, okay. Do you think it's the uh, age group? Are there a lot of younger, more younger no. players there? I've had like six-year-olds cat call me there. Six-year-olds? 60. <laughs> oh, 60. Oh, yeah. Jesus. But then Bro. with like with like my stature, I'm super, you know, I'm petite. I'm really short. Yeah. I've had like 14-year-olds come up on the field and try and hit on me. And it's just sure. like, no, jailbait, go away. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. said they were 17 or 18, okay? You didn't know. It's all right. <laughs> it's like, no, just... Oh, you can't even sit down and have a beer with me. No. Well, legally. <laughs> exactly. Hey, come down to the South. You, it's like it's fair game, okay? People down here, they start dating. It. Our friends of ours, uh, they're our age now. They're older now. But they had uh, their first child when they were, fi- they were both 15. They're still together. And they're, you know, in their late 40s. Uh, it's very common, um, that, you know. I think this, I don't know what it is about the South, but it's just, you've heard, you've heard the, you know, the cliches of the South. (laughs) Everyone has. Uh has. Oh yeah. I had someone on, it was like, uh, I don't know, seven months ago or six months ago or something last year. I had uh, somebody on in the UK from the UK and they were talking about this, uh, somebody, got banned from the field. They were, they had done something wrong. Then they, uh, you know, on the field, but then they found out, and I guess all uh, him and all their friends were like freaking out about this guy because he, he was 20 and he was dating a 17 year old or something like that. It was, you know, something similar. And I was like, and what, what's wrong with that? Like, I don't get it. Like, I mean, I could see like a 50 year old, you know, with a 15 or 16 year old that, you know, but and he's talking, I'm going, and he said it like, like it was this big deal. And I go, what? wait, what? Did I miss something? Like what? And he's like, no, dude, that is horrible. I was like, what? 17? Why? Why is that? I mean, the dude's only 20. That's only three year difference. Like what? <laughs> I don't get it. So I said, and I told him the same thing. I was like, bro, you come to the South. That is super common. Like no big deal at all. You know? So and that small of an age gap is pretty common in the U.S. Right. I just want to say, like, oh yeah, for small sure, small of an age gap where it's like, oh, you met in high school. He's eighteen and she's sixteen, something right. like that, yep. or twenty and you know seventeen. Like, it's 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 more acceptable here. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So what? Uh, so you get so you go to the field. Uh, you don't have to pay to play. You just bring your own gear and walk in and start shooting these dudes. Uh, that are already pissed off at you because you didn't have to pay and they did. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, and uh, so I'm, I'm guessing, 
Are you like the only one of the only girls there playing? Yes. Uh, so that specific field, they have yeah. little to no females show up ever. Okay. And you know, I just have to. I think the funniest thing that someone threatened me with there was it was literally just a couple feet away, maybe twenty, thirty feet away. He's blind firing. He's not even hitting me. He's like, call your hit, call your hit. It's like, I would if you hit me, dude. You're <laughs> dropping. Just so you know, you're dropping. Aim up. You know, Maybe that was probably not the right choice of words at the moment in the situation. But after that, he said, call your effing hit or I will come over there and I will sit on you. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast, where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. That doesn't make any sense. What What is right. sitting on you going to do? What the fuck? Right. <laughs> Was he fat or something? Like, is sitting on you going to squish I mean, you or something? I don't know. He was a big boy. He was husky. And, you know... At that point, remove yourself from the situation, you know, go have a smoke or whatever, buy your shit, you know, just remove yourself from it because for all you know, maybe they will. And again, small, trunk size, (laughs) don't want anything happening. Walked away from the situation and I said, F off beluga. And it's like, okay, time to go. Oh, Jesus. Time to go push the other side of the field. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. I don't understand. Yeah. I just don't get don't it. Don't go to that field it. much anymore. Don't go to that I, uh, field So much the way anymore. I grew up, I have uh, I have two sisters. Um, you know, my parents, both my parents, my dad especially, uh, taught me how to be a gentleman. And that is, you know, how to treat ladies. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and I have my mom and my two sisters, you know, in the house. And that is, uh, and that's how I learned. You know, I have older sister, younger sister. But I mean, most of my friends during that time too, their, their parents taught them the same way. And it's not demeaning or anything. Everyone's equal. It's fine. It's just, hey, have good manners. Have respect for everybody. Uh, don't talk down to people, no matter what. No matter what they are. Okay, it doesn't matter. So uh, that all of these things with these teenagers um, nowadays, I think I don't know. Are they confused as to how to treat people because of the videos they watch, or maybe the parenting is not. Or like the parents aren't teaching them, hey, this is how you, you know, treat somebody with respect. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, my personal opinion on it, others may not agree with me on it, yeah. but personally, from what I've seen, because I grew up, I, I grew up in a very traditional household, you know, dad was the breadwinner and mom stayed home with the four kids. Yeah. And, Unfortunately, throughout the years, throughout the generations, it just seems like the gentleman culture has diminished. Mm. 
it's just it seems very rare to find a 20 something a young 20 something year old and under man yeah. who has that gentleman courteous you know that even has that in them or was i'm not going to say trained but you know grew up with it or something yeah, like that manners yeah Right, and I'm definitely going to say it's due to the social media and all the shit that's mm. out there. And, I mean, come on. We all look at yeah. it. We laugh at it. But there's sure. some people that actually take it a little too seriously. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I found a handful of people when I talk with them on here, the younger guys. Like, they don't know how to refer to women. And I'm going, like, what? what's your hesitation? I don't. Like they feel, I think they, I don't, I'm guessing, I, th- I feel like they think they're going to get in trouble. And I'm like, dude, just be yourself. Like, it's so simple. It's so fucking simple. Okay. Don't be a fucking dick. Like to anyone. How about that? That's it. <laughs> like guys or girls, it doesn't matter. We, we can all hang out, be the same. Okay. Um, it, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Easier said than done, apparently. I guess. It's so weird. Um, but yeah, I think uh, those videos that go around where they show like um, uh, somebody getting mad because somebody held the door for him, like at the store or coming out of the gas station, whatever, you know, that goes viral. And that doesn't happen in normal life. That That's a very, 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 very small percentage of, of you know, things that happen. And uh, I mean, it doesn't guys or girls like women hold the door for me when I'm about to walk in. Like it's a very normal thing, uh, to manners. the store, to the gas. Yeah. It's good manners. Like, bro. Uh, yes. So yeah, there's some confusion for sure. But when you go to the field and this is, you know, this is a common thing. I've talked to a lot of girl, uh, airsofters, uh, throughout the, not just in America, through know, other countries and stuff. And it's, it's the same everywhere. It's, uh, they have the same, you know, silly issues or whatever. And, um, I really think the guys that do that the most, um, obviously the younger, you know, if they're teenagers, there's okay. They haven't learned yet or whatever adjusted yet. I don't know. But adults that do that, um, is what confuses me. The 25 year old. I'm like, bro, you're not a kid. You're a fucking adult. Um, and you haven't learned yet. Like what? So, I, I hear a lot of these stories and I'm really confused because I'm like, okay, I don't know why it's so hard. Just fucking be good, man. Be cool. Okay. Be cool. It's fine. <laughs> so, uh, it's like I said, it's all lost. It's a generation of just lost. <laughs> yeah. That's too bad. That's too bad. Well, I taught my, we have three boys and two girls and, uh, my uh my wife and I and I taught all of our kids good manners. I taught my boys how to be a gentleman and chivalry, that kind of thing, like you know, not chauvinistic, but respectful, you know? Right. There's a difference. So um and that's that's how they are. But uh yeah, it's just just strange to me. So you go to the field now, if you're the only girl and you're not paying you probably want to be the only girl there and keep it that way because if you get a hundred girls, you know, or whatever, 20 girls going there, then now they're going to say, Oh, now y'all can start paying now that we got a bunch of girls here. So 
You're like, hell no, no. I want this free shit, okay? <laughs> if a shit ton of girls came, I would support it 120%. Shut your mouth. Then no, we you wouldn't. show half those guys how to actually play. <laughs> uh-huh. Same. You would stand at the door and be like, uh-uh, you better get out, girl. I'm, I'm, I want to keep this thing free. <laughs> the only female that I thought that I was like, you shouldn't be here, that I saw at that field was, she maybe looked 17, you know, yeah. maybe 18 or 19, but young, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was in booty shorts. Yeah. And she had a shitty little Lancer tactical. And oh, she, she was, was playing in booty shorts. Yes. In, like, if it's summer, like, I wear booty shorts under my tactical pants so that afterwards, you know, after the game, during lunch, whatever, I can be in shorts. But yeah. I would not wear that on field. Right. She was wearing that on field. And then she was asking me, why are they all aiming for my legs and my ass? I'm like, Duh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So that was probably the one female I was just like, honey, bring, you probably bring pants. Have just gone to the mall with your friends today. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, she learned a lesson if she got, you know, a bunch of welts on her legs because that shit hurts. She looked like she had chicken pox on her legs. Uh-huh. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> right. I felt kind of bad, but again, you did it to yourself. You knew what Airsoft was coming in through the door. Yeah, was that? I Getting, was gonna say it's probably your first time. <laughs> yeah, but either way, it's airsoft. You, you know things are gonna be shot at you. Why would you expose more skin? She wants to look good on the field. Now you know, ninety percent of airsoft is looking good. Okay. <laughs> it's all about the aesthetic. There you go. Exactly. Hey, you got to have the Gucci guns on field. <laughs> right? Hell yeah. So, uh, I, I saw you had a uh, picture on your Instagram that was um, of you dancing. Do you do you uh, take dance lessons or, or is it which is just a, Oh, okay. Yeah, when I was younger, I did a lot of ballroom dance. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. How'd you get into that? That's kind of different for younger people to get into. There was a studio close by. They had a special going on. Why not try it out? Ended up being fun. Stuck with it for a couple of years and then moved on. (laughs) Yeah. When you go to something like that, did you just go there by yourself or did you have a friend go with you? Usually by myself. That's like a thing. I just, yeah, I don't know why. So you're not, you're not shy at all. You're just like, Hey, I'm just going to go in here and try this shit. And I don't need a dance partner. They'll 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 uh, they'll show me what to do. Exactly. They're paid okay. to do that. So right. I mean, but most people would not, you know, start something like that on their own, you know, by themselves. I needed something to do that was fun. It Hell yeah. was something to do. It ended up being fun, and you get to dress up for it sometimes, and that's fun as a female. Right. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Hell yeah. Good deal. But yeah, but uh, if anything, I'd say I probably traded in those dance shoes for real steel now. <laughs> I saw your last uh, post on Instagram. You're firing a, you're in an indoor range 
shooting a real gun? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was my buddy's AK. Nice. Yeah. And then I recently myself acquired a uh, staccato, a staccato pistol. So. What? Okay. So have you, it, what, how long have you been shooting uh, real guns? Not long at all. But yeah. it's something that, you know what? I can do airsoft. Before airsoft, I did archery. Before archery, I did knife throwing. I can aim. So this Damn. shouldn't be too too much of an issue. What the hell? You're a fucking Black Widow over here, okay? Jesus. I'm too fucking... lazy for that shit. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. You're like the MI5, you know, spy shit. You're like a, the ballroom dancer, right? You know, like the female James Bond shit. Okay, you can dance. You can throw knives. You can uh, shoot a bow and arrow. Uh, you can shoot AKs, apparently. And now you can shoot, you know, your pistols. Do you do uh, karate, judo, some kind of martial arts stuff, fighting? I used to do martial arts. I did See? taekwondo when I was a lot younger. <laughs> Jesus. So when that guy says, uh, I'll come over there and sit on you, you're like, okay, dude. I'm the type of girl that my father does not say, treat my baby with respect. He says, yeah, good luck getting respect out of her. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's the funny. way every father should be with their daughter. Yeah, for real. At, at least I think. Well, I taught my girls the same thing. Like, you know, you are, uh, don't expect to be treated any different as far as, you know, catered to just because you're female. Um, oh yeah, no. Yeah, you know, and that's uh, you know, earn your own stuff. Like, make your own life, and then if you find somebody to you know to to hang out with, to be with, that you like being with, then cool, you know. But at least you can be you know be independent on your own. Because you know when when I was growing up, <clears throat> and of course you know before that, it was uh, the teaching was that you know hey, or and the expectation too was uh, the females, the girls would. After high school, they're looking for a guy to get with, you know, to get married. They want to get married. They want to get married. And uh, that's not a bad thing, except that a lot of them aren't being taught, you know, back then they weren't being taught to be independent first, you know, like you don't have to rely on somebody uh, to be uh, you, to be you, you know, like to have fun in life, like go be independent. And then if you hang with somebody, it's cool. Uh, and it, and it works out better, you know, in the long run for both of you because yeah, independence mutual... is required in a relationship for sure. Yep. If you don't have it, you're going to be part of the large percentage in the U.S. that gets divorced. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you have mutual respect in a relationship, uh, that goes a long way. You know. Oh, absolutely. So you said you had a. Uh, I think you said you had three siblings. You're one of four. Yeah, uh, I am the youngest. I am the only daughter. I've got three older brothers. Oh shit! Okay, you're the baby of the family. <laughs> Daddy's little girl. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Are you uh, close? Still close with your parents? Relationship? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Good. Couldn't. Couldn't go anywhere in life without them. Yeah. Are they from uh, Japan? Do they come over from Japan? No, they're from the U.S. 
Are they? Yeah. Okay. They, uh, well, I saw in your thing with, um, the, uh, was it the Japanese flag you had on there? On your Instagram, I think you had a flag on there. Oh, that's the Chinese flag. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Is that your heritage? uh, Yeah. From China? Oh, okay. Yep. Good deal. 100% made in China. (laughs) Have you gone over there to visit at all? Too much shit going down here, too much shit going down there, just too much happening. There's way too much happening. Like, personally, I'm from a smaller Providence, a way smaller town. They're having issues in the big cities, which is then naturally a domino effect Mm. into the farmer city, country town. Yeah. Just too much happening, you know, too many people not being able to get back to the U.S. once they come, you know, just... You know, even here, it's like, eh, I'd rather not go into a large crowd. Yeah. You know, and it's the same idea with, it is with me going and visiting China. I'd rather not go back to China. There's huge crowds there Mm. and there's too much government stuff happening. That is total other topic. Not going to get into it. Yeah. But it trickles down to the U.S. too, because... Mm. And, you know, the U.S. sees that China is not doing great in certain areas. Hmm. Plus, it doesn't help with all the shit that's happening with Asians now. I mean, I think there was there was like three shootings recently all over Lunar New Year week. I don't. uh, So I so to to explain a little bit, I don't I'm confused because I don't watch the news. I, I I am completely oblivious to what's going on in the world, honestly. Like, uh, unless it's really big. Like, okay, yeah. who won the election? Got it. Okay, uh, and I'll see a couple things here and there of the memes or whatever. But uh, anything else? Like, I don't know anything about the the Russian war going on with uh, Ukraine. Yeah. I know that it's going on, but I don't know details. Uh, I don't know any. I didn't know it, uh, China was having any issues right now, to be honest. Yeah, COVID is still a huge thing there. Um, even though it's supposedly, you know, cleared up, yeah. they're still having giant things where I think what was it a couple months ago there was a viral video sent out of them locking a bunch of shoppers in China in a Costco because there was a contaminants issue or something. Oh, and they okay. were literally held prisoner in a Costco for like seventy two hours. Holy shit. Yeah, and then well, at least they had the supplies. Thing. Yeah, they're they're doing the same thing to people that live in like those giant apartment complexes. They're shutting yeah. down the apartment complexes to where oh. the people are locked in their apartments. They literally can't leave their apartments. So there's oh, been wild. stories of people jumping out of their apartments. There's been stories of people trying to build ladders to climb down from their apartments. You know, people throwing help me signs, that type of shit. And Holy it's like. Shit. No, I'm going to stay here. I'm okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I so, mean, look, honestly, yeah, I don't I don't mean to ask prying questions. I, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, no. Okay. Honestly, I'm the same way as you when it comes to all the politics and the government. I personally right. don't know what's going on with, like, the Russian and the Ukrainian war. I don't know what's happening there. Yeah. The only reason I know this stuff is just because, you know, heritage-wise, right. some of the stuff I follow, like, on my social media, it just tends to pop up, and then I see it, and, you know, maybe I'll Google it, and then that week's, sure. you know, 
all of their stories and their intel about it pops up and I read a little bit, maybe like two minutes worth. Yep. And then I just know. And it's like, okay, great. And that's how I knew that all those shootings happened uh, the past week. Yeah. It's just it just popped up and I'm like, okay. And then the next day, oh, another one. Next day, oh, great, a third one. Jesus, what what is uh what when did that start? Do you know anything about why what happened with this? Like when did it start being a a bad thing you're Asian here? I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people think that it's COVID because, you know, it came from China and then oh, you look okay. Asian, you're, That's you know, so dumb. But you're a carrier. It, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, anti Asian hate, anti hate, blah, blah, blah. It's just one of those things where I'm like, oh, well, that kind of sucks that there's a target put out, but there's crimes committed every single day against every single minority, every sure. single race. So just because this one gets highlighted in the news doesn't diminish the fact that it's happening other places to other people to other races it just means that this one happened to be the juiciest or they thought it'd Mm. get the most views or reads or whatever yeah gotcha that's so weird yeah yeah it's uh so before i started working like a little over two years ago i was still stuck in the house and everything and um i uh i was watching all the fucking news like, I just, you know, I, I was doing a bunch of different things, you know, the YouTube channels and a couple of different YouTube channels. And then uh, just trying to fill my time with, you know, stuff. And uh, and then I was watching all this shit that was just popping up everywhere, you know, the conspiracy stuff. And, oh, my God, I was just, I felt like 100 pounds on my shoulders, you know, it was just so bad. Uh, and I just cut it off completely. I had to cut it off completely. I, I just, I don't do well with it. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm not one of those people, you know, there's, I have friends that are like this. They can watch all that shit going on all over the world, anywhere, whatever, like all this stuff. <clears throat> and they're like, Hey, you want to go out and drink? You know, like, or Hey, you want to go bowling? Like, it's just, it, it it's, and, and they can even talk about it and not get angry. And I'm going, I just, I can't do it. So I had to just like, it's done. <laughs> yep. There's a reason most of my feed is cute cat videos and cute puppy videos. Right. Feel I good. don't want to see the news. I just want the happy serotonin. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. I know there's a balance between, um, you know, knowing a little bit about what's going on and also keeping a distance on some of the, the BS that just keeps recirculating to keep everybody, you know, pissed off and shit or whatever. But it's, um, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? But it's so weird because when you shut it off and I, I've said this before on the podcast, um, when you shut it off I, and I challenged some people, some people I was talking with, <clears throat> I was like, just shut it off for like two weeks. You will be amazed at how different you feel and I said, just shut it off and just pay attention to your daily life. So when you go to the store, when you go to the gas station, you go to work, um, whatever, and you come home, it's like all these different places, the majority of your experiences or interactions with people are going to be positive. Like like I said, you know, you walk out of the gas station and you hold the door for somebody, they say thank you. Uh, when you walk in, you know, somebody's holding the door for you that's already walking in, 
you say thank you, they're like, yeah, no problem. You know, um, it, it's just, uh, you, that's what you see in front of you happening in real life. But if you watch all that shit on your phone all the time, you'd think, you know, you're about to fucking get, you know, killed and jumped and somebody's not, they're going to hold the door shut. They're going to slam the door on you. Like they're not going to, you know, like be courteous. Or, <laughs> right. For real. Hell yeah. It's like, nope. I'd rather just focus day to day. If something good happens, awesome. If something bad happens, that. Uh, Maybe I'll yeah. dwell on it for five seconds after that. Really doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yep. Hell yeah. So you said you got uh, into airsoft from your brother. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> he invited me one weekend, decided to go, ended up sticking with it. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Now, do you have uh, a group of friends there that you, you meet up with and... Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. We have our little our little group of people that are there almost every single week. Sit yeah. with them at lunch, almost try and get on the same team as them. You know that type of stuff. <laughs> That's cool. Nice. Now, have you been to a bigger uh, like a milsim or anything outdoors and stuff? Yeah, that's what um, Red Dawn is. It's actually the season opener for milsims in our area. Yeah. So I've gone to that probably twice. I think this year will be my thrice. It'll be my third time going. Yeah. Um, like I said before, since it's a season opener, it tends to be a shit show. But it's fun. <laughs> Everybody's there. You know, you're parked there with all your buddies. You get tables and, you know, all, the guys bring grills. Everybody brings, you know, potluck style stuff. And oh, then throughout cool. the day or afterwards, we'll grill food up. We'll just hang out. You can walk off the field anytime you feel like it, you know, can't complain about it. Yeah. That's <laughs> Aside cool. from the shit show, but that's. Yeah. The what is the, what is the shit show? Is it just uh, kind of disorganized because people don't really know what's going on yet? Super disorganized. Oh, okay. Like, no organization. Effort. It's not really there though. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I've heard about these uh, these events where, um, you know, they kind of end up like that, where the gameplay itself is not, like, people aren't really clear about the rule, not the rules, but maybe the objectives and shit. And, yeah. uh, like, where are we going? What are we doing? Everyone's just kind of standing around like, what? <laughs> what do we do? Right. You get some good gameplay out of it. You get some shitty gameplay where at that point, mm. go walk off the field, hang out with some people. There's yeah. almost always somebody out there, so. Yeah, right. Yeah, the uh, the Milsims I went to as uh, you know press press pass whatever. They were um, the first one was 700 people there. Uh, the last one was was close to the same, like 500, 600. And um, when I would go back to our campsite or whatever, <clears throat> it was you know it was always. Uh, some of these teams would bring people that really didn't want to play. They might play for the first two hours, but then they come back and they start getting all the food, right? Like they're the cook. Oh. They're uh, grilling, getting everything set out. And they got like some of these setups, man, these, uh, some of these guys bring like their RVs with a big canopy that pops yeah. out, you know, they got like a whole fucking kitchen out here. They could, you know, like a master chef going on. With all this stuff, uh, it's pretty cool to see. 
it's a fun time. I mean, I don't really go for the gameplay, and to be honest, because it's disorganized, and you have a lot of newer people that don't call hits, that don't know what to do, that mm. you know randomly start bothering you. But I go because it's the community. <laughs> You know, it's the community right. that's there. The overall community is pretty okay. And then my group of friends are all there. And it's just, you know what? We're all hanging out. We're all chilling. Haven't seen you in two months. Haven't seen you in six months. You know, it's just mm. like big hangout. Can't complain. That's cool. Yeah. Is that the uh, is that the biggest event you're looking forward to? Or is it the event you're looking forward to this year? Or do you have a another one you're going to that's uh, you're more excited about? Another one that's supposed to be run a little bit more smoothly that mm. I'm probably more looking forward to just because you get more of the Milsom experience, you know, not that that's something that I focus on, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, one of my guns is hot pink with a sparkly uh-huh. tip. So oh, shit. Okay. definitely not into the whole Milsom, Milsom aspect of it, but it's definitely entertaining to see all of it as well as just the gameplay ends up being sometimes a lot more better than open play. Mm, okay. That's good. Now that that's uh these mill sims or bigger events, they're uh they're still at that same field hosts it or whatever? Um they are mostly put on by the same uh store, the same company, but gotcha. they usually use like a bunch of just different locations throughout Illinois, I think the surrounding states kind of. And then I know yeah. that they do like a Florida game and stuff like that as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, but oh, definitely wild. not going to do like a Florida game. That I don't want to travel with that stuff unless it's for open play, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. What's the farthest? Have you gone out of state to play like a, an event? No, I haven't had the opportunity to, unfortunately. Okay. If I was given the opportunity, if it wasn't like a actual plane ride to get there, if it was maybe right. just a road trip type thing type deal, then absolutely. I'd probably jump at the chance to go. It's yeah. just flying with that type of stuff. It doesn't make me nervous, but I would rather, you know, like fly to California without stuff buy stuff at like maybe the e-bike store or something and then fly back with that just because it's easier it's brand new it's in a box i hear you yeah maybe borrow some just rentals or whatever if you go out some to another state and play there's you know this has come up a lot where um people are talking about um, yeah they're talking about flying i'd never do a rental why because I worked for an airsoft company and I know what rentals look like. I did repping <laughs> for them and I worked for their actual store. And oh, shit. I know what those rentals look like. I will never, ever willingly use a rental provided they by They shoot field. fine. No. <laughs> they shoot. Yeah, they do that. Not fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. Now, when, no, when did you? Honestly. How did you get into working for one of the fields? I was playing um, the company that actually is, I guess, my home field. They actually yeah. have through PBX. Um, they rent out time there on Sundays so that they can 
put on the airsoft stuff. So right. it's not technically like PBX themselves, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but the owner approached me. I needed a job, offered me to do refing. I did refing for probably a year or so, year and a half. Hated it. Mm. Absolutely hated it. Really? And then I started working for the store. Hated it. Absolutely hated it. What? Quit that, and now I work for a different company. I work for a dog food company. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. What uh? What did you hate about working in the store? Did you run the counter? Like, sell, you know, selling stuff or reading people up? I did sales and shipping. And okay. I just... Uh-uh. Never again. Unfortunately, since it is a male-dominated hobby, you do tend to get those types of guys that come in that think females know nothing about airsoft at all. <laughs> and they'll give you Isn't that, that true, impression though? to a degree. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where I'm just like, okay, dude, I wouldn't be working here yeah. if I didn't know what I was talking about. Right. It's kind of where I'm, where I'm at. I think that that was common sense. But it it wasn't oftentimes. So a lot of a handful of transactions I handed off to the guys that worked yeah. there. I was like, I'm not gonna put up with this. I'm gonna right. go and snack in the back. <laughs> well, the uh, the girl I talked with in uh, California, Call Sign Blue, she works for a retail, you know, an airsoft company, and um, same thing. She will get people all the time. She, had, you know, yep. same thing. Can I talk yeah. to somebody that actually knows about airsoft? Oh yeah, heard about everything. But then you also get those couple of golden customers that actually really treat you with a lot of respect and actually take what you're saying and apply it mm. and actually learn from it. And they don't second guess you. And they just, you know, it, you get a handful of customers like that, and you, yeah. it kind of kind of makes it worth it not really mm-hmm. but you meet a lot of cool people too so right yeah that's good but would never go back ever it wasn't yeah. just the customers it was the management like just oh i gotcha everything was just disorganized and you can yeah. only live with that for so long <laughs> yeah when i uh i moved here me and my wife moved here with our kids um 15 years ago and the first three years I lived here I worked at a or I ran a GameStop so I was taking over a, a store from a guy who was uh, he was going to open up a new store so they had uh, I was training to run that store I ran that store for three years well then uh, when I first got there he was the kind of person that um, like the back room was a fucking tornado mess I mean a mess. Like it looked like a um a hoarder, kinda where you just had a little path to go out the back door for the emergency exit. Um and the thing was there were shelves built on the walls, you know, for all their inventory and shit. Uh and I hate that. I fucking hate that disorganizing, you know, and he had his own system that he knew where shit was. So he trained me for a few months. I would, when I, the first thing I did was organize the desk because there was piles of, I uh, like this. 
high, you know, like from the just piles of papers and nothing was organized when you you'd get a call from management, uh, you know, whoever, a district manager or somebody, you'd have to go find some papers. And I'm like, bro, there's a file cabinet. It's not being used. So um, he could find shit. But when he's not there, I'm like, I'm fucked, you know? So uh, <clears throat> anyway, as soon as he left to take over the other store, I I went in off the clock and fucking just remodeled this whole thing, like reorganized this whole back room because uh, I could not stand it. I couldn't stand it. And there was shit in there that just shouldn't have been there. They found games that were missing from like inventory um, that they wrote off for, you know, that were, oh, yeah, we didn't know that <laughs> we even had that game. It was funny. But um, anyway, yeah. So I know what you mean with the retail stuff. If you don't have good management, it can be um, it can be kind of shitty, you know. Yeah, it can be a great store. Yeah. But, you know, if the management's shitty, it's not a store you want to work at. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is when it gets busy, when it gets, like, around Christmas time or any kind of time where it's where it's real busy or hectic, that's where the breakdown happens because that's where you know, you know, if, uh, like, the scheduling, if somebody's not good at scheduling, if somebody's not good at managing or, or you know, all the books or whatever, and when it's slow, like, oh, yeah, you can keep up with it because it's, you know, it's not crazy. <clears throat> as soon as you get a, a rush like Christmas or whatever, it's, no. Nah. All that shit falls apart. People are spazzing out. People are calling off. It's, uh, <laughs> that's fucked. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, luckily, um, you, uh, you moved on to a better place, which is, uh, what are you doing now? You said dog food? Yeah, so now I do inventory management for like 30 or 40 different stores that uh, oh, wow. we own, that we run, and just make orders for them, you know, talk with the vendors, make sure everything's settled, and basically everything is through the computer screen and I don't have to talk to people. So oh, shit. That's a big plus, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, that's cool. Okay. No social interaction. Honestly, work from home most days. Just, yeah. it, it's a big plus. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Now, did you go to school for something like that? No. So my school is weird. I have not finished <laughs> my college yet. Uh, my associates. Okay. Yeah. I'm like a class or two away. And when I was working, um, I was in the downtown Chicago area. I was living there for a while uh, in an apartment. And then COVID hit, and obviously everything shut down, including school. And I said, fuck it, and took my losses, (laughs) got as much of a refund as I could from the school, and just focused on working. And honestly, it really hasn't hurt me not having a degree at all. (laughs) Uh No, I mean, this is – if if – any time, you know, I think this is the one time in, in the last or more recent history, I think, coming out of COVID, where uh, companies are hurting so bad to find people that if you are, like, you don't have to really be, I'm not saying you you are not a go-getter, but you don't really have to be uh, that good at, you know, that many things to kind of stand out from the crowd. Like, oh, yeah. be, be dependable and show up 
and, and kind of say what you, you know, do what you say and uh, be punctual or whatever. And bro, you're in, it's like, it's not fucking hard. And they'll teach you most things that, you know, like whatever kind of fill in because most systems, even if you did that similar type of job somewhere else and had that history, their system's going to be a little different. They're going to teach, they're still going to have to train you. And uh, they just need somebody that's going to be there that they can depend on. Like, Hey, we start at eight o'clock every day. Okay. I can be there. You know, it's whatever. Right. But a lot of people can't do boils that. boils down to that. And just, you know, yeah. if you have um, past experience, yeah. if, oftentimes they'll veto the degree. If you just have experience in the job. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they did in my case. They they said, okay, you don't need a degree because you just, you have the experience. You know, I've been right. working different jobs since I was like 14, I want to say. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where I've done a lot of things, done a lot of different jobs, restaurant work, retail, you know, refing, you know, as a side gig. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like, okay, you have experience with all these different systems. You can do that and that. So we see no issue with hiring you. <laughs> right. Oh, that's good. Well, that it sounds like you're happy there. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. That really helps when, uh, when you're at a job, like what you're talking about before somewhere that, uh, you really dread going to, that's one of the worst feelings because it's such a, you know, it's such a big part of our lives, you know, our jobs like working or whatever. And, uh, I mean, in all reality, your job, you're never going to want to go to it every single day. No, it's never going to be a thing that you always enjoy. Right. But if you could at least get a job that you don't dread, you're on a good path. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, I've seen this with business owners too, like uh guys that especially in construction, guys that own their own business, you know, they're like contractors, whatever. <clears throat> and um especially concrete, guys that work in concrete, bro, they are <laughs> You know, they got giant meat hands. They're out there in the cold. You know, this is up in Cleveland, Ohio, when I first started uh, construction. And uh, and these guys have been doing it like 25, 30 years. Had, you know, it's a small company. It's just, you know, them, you know, the, the one guy that started it and like five other dudes, you know, maybe one of them's their, his son or something. And, uh, and they fucking just hate it, hate it. And they're like, I mean, they're, they're so used to it. They're just, you know, they're not pissed off all the time. They're just out there getting the, you know, getting shit done. But when you, you know, when, when there's, you know, you stop for lunch or something and they start talking, it's like, oh, I fucking hate this shit. You know, just want to get out of this and sell this thing. And just, <laughs> oh yeah. So even if you own a business, um, you know, no matter what, if you, if you're just, if it's not for you, then look for something else. Yeah, that is. Uh, and I think a lot of guys, um, a lot of people coming out of high school, they get so stressed out about what am I going to do? What, what, what kind of work am I going to do? You know, like, especially too, if, if they have a lot of um, family pressure, you know, pressure oh, from yeah. their parents, because maybe they're, they're in high school, maybe they're working like, uh, you know, typical high school jobs like Chick-fil-A or, you know, a retail store or something like that. <clears throat> and, uh, and now what do I move on to? You know, like, 
because then they'll get the comment, you know, two years after high school, you're going to keep working at Chick-fil-A for, you know, 20 years or whatever, you know, like, dude, it's not 20 years. Okay. Um, uh, it's fine. It's going to be okay. <laughs> they have time. They're young, still young. Yes. No, got time. <laughs> oh, in your family, were your parents, uh, big on, uh, like kind of strict on getting education, you know, going to college and that kind of thing? Kind of. I mean, meh. Like, personally, yeah. I'm super dyslexic. And oh, okay. to be honest, they didn't know that until kind of recently. They're finally yeah. like, oh, my gosh, you're, you, you're dyslexic. Like, yeah, I know. There's yeah. a reason I, I didn't pass a couple of classes. And to be honest, I think my saving graces was that my brothers were even worse at school than I was. <laughs> oh, good. So you so, didn't really, yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't the biggest disappointment yeah. at the moment, at that right. time. It worked that's, out. <laughs> yeah, that's how, uh, you know, our boys, well, we had, like I said, we had three boys, two girls, and they're, the the boys were just, as far as everything else, everything else outside of grades, outside of homework, outside of, you know, the school thing, was easier. Because there were no drama. They they do their shit. You know, I'd have to tell them to do their chores, whatever. That's fine. But uh, there was no drama. It's They're quiet. They keep to themselves. They're fine. Our girls, you know, just not really, you know, quiet. <laughs> it's like, it's, uh, there's, you know, the hormonal thing, man. Like when they start, when, you know, when you start going through puberty, you know, people, it is, uh, you know, it's a lot of change. And then of course, all the friendship stuff at school and the frenemies and, you know, <laughs> and so it was, yeah, yeah. it's funny, but Everything the boys the were, the they world. didn't do shit with school. Yeah. They didn't, do, they did horrible at their grades, but the girls did great with their grades. Compared to the boys, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, you know what? It's common, to be honest. Oh, yeah. But it's sure. not anything to do with, you know, their ability or their their intelligence, no. to be honest. it A no. lot of it is just self-motivation. It's being bored, man. School sucks. School's horrible. Oh, absolutely. The way school, the way you're getting taught and what you're getting taught is so old school, like, Old, old, old. Like it hasn't changed in I don't know how many hundred years or something. Like it's super fucking old. And the what they're teaching is fucking boring. Okay. And it doesn't apply to everyday life. <laughs> so nope. it's so weird. Yeah. No, I have to respect teachers. They have a very difficult job. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. No, I know I couldn't do it. Now you're uh you you have one brother that um took you to airsoft. Now how about the other two? Do they uh show interest in it? Uh well, the oldest is off lives in Indiana with his wife, his new baby. He's doing his own thing with his life. Um and then the other brother, the youngest of the oldest brothers, 
kind of likes Airsoft. Not like super, super into it, but I I think he's going to go to the Milsom this year to Red Dawn with us. So oh. that's that that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Okay. Does he, uh, does he live close to you guys? He stays in the area and hangs out oh, yeah. and all that? Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Everybody's based central. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we have uh, four of our kids are right around us within like 20, 20 minutes or so. And then our uh, oldest daughter, she's in Utah. So we're in South Carolina. She's in Utah. And um, so she went in the Air Force, actually, for four years. Oh. And then she met her husband in the Air Force. And then they got out. And he got a job in Utah. So they're out there. So we're actually going out there sometime after summer this year we went there last year we went there like fucking three times or four times or something and uh yeah and my wife was talking about when we you know when are we going again i'm like dude went there like so many times calm down okay (laughs) like oh yeah so but they're babies she can't calm down I i know once the mama bear always a mama bear well, plus, uh, so last year, our youngest daughter, she's 21, she got married and, uh, and moved out. So she's, um, you know, somewhere, there's no kids here. They all moved out over the last two years. So, uh, you know, it's like, who can we go see now? You know, like she's, but what, what helps is one of my sons uh, has two kids. He lives, you know, 20 minutes away and uh, we have them over all the time. They're um, four and two. And a boy or a girl and boy, the girls for Aviana. And uh, so we watch them all the time and they'll spend the night. We'll have them spend the night and everything. So she gets, she gets that kind of, you know, her baby fix and the, you know, being around the kids and stuff. So it helps. Okay. So she's not completely empty nested. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it, it works out pretty good. So hell yeah. Okay. Now do you, uh, do you are you into gaming at all? Playing video nope. games? Nope. <laughs> How dare you? How nope. dare you? My vision is not good enough for that. Really? No. Uh for me it's because of the lights and the fast movement. Um oh. for me, I have an eye thing. The nerves yeah. behind my eyes are really for some reason damaged and just not good like yeah like basically an elderly person's nerves back there oh shit! so i try to not look at anything like that like i don't yeah i try to not like drive at night because of the lights and all of that so it's just one of those things do you do you have to wear contacts or glasses or anything glasses yeah and contacts i use both which obviously yeah. it's way better with them but i don't like wearing them all the time because you more the you the more you wear them the more you depend on them the worse your yeah. eyes get faster oh, so okay or at least yeah, that's, that's what i've been told <laughs> oh okay gotcha so playing airsoft do you um do you wear your contacts when you play oh okay. yeah i have to yeah dude the you know the masks and stuff where now die masks are pretty good die masks are pretty oh, good yeah. about it uh, about going over glasses and not fogging up and stuff too much but um but yeah that's that's always an issue you know when uh, when somebody it's so weird to me 
that we have all this medical technology and we don't have a a decent accessible way to fix our eyes like like most places when you're growing up right most places have uh dental plans that are really good like you go to the dentist you know you barely pay that hardly anything to get your teeth fixed right and for your eyes like there's no real oh well we give you contacts or we give you glasses like bro what if i don't want either what, what what's the next thing you know it's like laser lasik or whatever and um it seems to be like i thought when lasik came out years ago like a long time ago that it would be so perfected now that it would be a norm you know like oh okay well we won't give you glasses we'll get you yeah your eyes are good enough to like you know you're good Healthcare we'll we'll sucks get you in the us <laughs> it really does Healthcare is shit in the U.S. It really is. If it's like so far behind. actually covered everything or if stuff was lowered in price to an actual accessible price, then there would be so much less issue, health issues at least. Right. It's so weird. I'm not yeah. saying, you know, go take all the pills, but if, you know, insulin, for example, was lowered in price or something yeah. like that, it's like that would be huge for so many people. They'd be right. able to live their lives more, better quality. Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's, uh, so there are certain ones I understand. I guess, like, if you, if somebody causes something to themselves, it's a little different. But, you know, something that you're born with, you can't help. Uh, or accidents, right? Right. Um you know, car wreck or something, you know, traumatic that happens, uh, you don't know. Um, yeah, it's out of your control. It's like, dude, what, why don't we have better options for like, we're just, well, people walk around blind. People walk around fucking <laughs> don't have, you know, insulin when they're, you know, it, it's such a weird thing. Even just having a baby in the U S is going to yeah. just, bankrupt some people to be honest if they don't oh, yeah. have insurance or something or if you know if the insurance doesn't cover a lot or it's bad insurance right you were paying like just thousands on thousands on thousands of dollars well you know what they do now birth. you do so they do now where if you have medical bills outstanding medical bills uh your state tax like when you do your tax returns your state tax, if you're going to get 800 bucks back or 1000 bucks back from the state, they'll take it and put it towards the medical. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Stupid. It's so, it's so stupid. Weird. It's funny because the other countries laugh at the U.S.'s healthcare system. Like, they do. Yeah. It's, it's just so behind compared to them, even though the U.S. is so... Up to date Affluent. in so many other areas. Right. That's the weird thing, too, is uh, we have a lot of smart people running a lot of smart things and inventing a lot of smart things and coming up with different ideas for things. But I feel like the whole government structure, uh, like how to – it's just very archaic. It's still fucking old as hell. Like it takes forever to get something done. There's so much bureaucracy and red tape and to go through things. You can't just, you know, it's such a. Oh, you 
You should see what it tastes just to get citizenship here. Really? I'm still in the process. No shit. Like, it's Did you just come over as a baby? Things. Like, uh, you were really young? When did you yeah, guys come Yeah, as over? a baby. Yeah. So, I came over when I was two, I want us two, yeah. around two, maybe a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. And it was before they passed the law that abolished the previous law, um, which oh. was naturalization after mm-hmm. a certain amount or, you know, that type of thing. And then they passed a new law in 2005, 2006, I don't know, that affected that, except since I was here before that new law was in place, technically it does not affect me. Mm. However all the hoops they require you to jump through to prove it, to talk to different people, all the paperwork. It's just absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. That's really unfortunate because uh, like, I understand there, there should be a process to, to, to do, you know, something to go through to get, but bro, can you give me a fucking test or something? Yeah, like, here, study this, uh, take this test. Um, I mean, obviously, if you came here, you like the country. Uh, you know, if somebody came here, I I understand there's people are going to be like, oh, well, what about uh, somebody that, you know, is like a spy? They want to, they have bad intentions when they get here. I get it. I get it. There's, there's a very small percentage of people that are going to do that. Plenty um, of U.S. citizens that have bad intentions. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's uh, – yeah, it is a weird thing to to become a citizen. My um, One of my sons, who's actually on our YouTube channel, Coltrane, he uh, he just got married last year to a, a lady that's uh, from Colombia. She's been here for two years and uh, you know been in the States for two years, and she's doing the same thing. It is uh, such a hard – Long, it's just crazy process, and uh, she's uh, so. There, my son learned Spanish from her, from well, really from Google Translate, to be honest. Because um, <laughs> when they first met at their job, he didn't know any Spanish. She didn't know any English, and I said, "Well, how do you guys talk?" He's like, "Oh, you just kind of you know Google Translate or like you know." body language, you know? And I was like, oh yeah. So, um, he's learned a lot of Spanish. She's still learning English and, uh, and she has to go through these classes or whatever to try to get, you know, citizenship. And it's, that's part of the bureaucracy, the paperwork stuff that, uh, that really needs to be updated. And I feel like there's enough politicians, there's enough people in place to change that, to make those changes, Absolutely. they're just not doing it. It's like who – that kind of shit really bothers me because it's like when you drive down the road and you see the city workers working on the roads. They're fucking slow as shit, okay? They're always slow as shit. Like I don't know what it is about when somebody gets into a government job. Why are they so fucking slow? Like they don't want to work at all. <laughs> like dude – Jesus. Oh, it's it's stupid. The process is stupid. Everything yeah. is just I shouldn't say stupid. It's just more drawn out than necessary. Like technically I have all the documentation and everything and I am a citizen. It's just they require a ceremony for that. 
you have to go downtown what? for that. And it's like, I have, you know, everything that's required. Can't you just, why do I have to come downtown just to an official building? Email me that shit, okay? I'll print it off. <laughs> exactly. I'll do e-sign. I don't. Right. I don't want to come down there and have to waste half a day, a whole day doing that shit. And to be honest, I just don't want to go to downtown Chicago. No. Period. Nobody wants to go downtown wherever they live. Like the only reason me, my wife and I, we live in Simpsonville, South Carolina. It's uh, so Greenville is kind of a, the closest uh, bigger city in uh, South Carolina for us. And we go down there. It's nice to go down there when we're going out partying. We go, we want to go drink or whatever, hang out with people. We go downtown. They got a nice setup. It's really pretty. And uh, sometimes they close the street off, but it's not too busy. You know what I mean? It's almost getting there, but it's not too busy. So you can, you don't wait, you know, very long. Like traffic ain't too bad. You go down, uh, even when it, there's an event, you're only going to sit in traffic for maybe 15, 20 minutes to get to a place where you can park and get out and start walking around the uh, closed off street, you know, where all the party is. So it's not too bad yet. There's a lot of people still coming to South Carolina for uh, different jobs and factories that have opened up or whatever. Michelin expanded and all that kind of shit. But so there are, there is more traffic than there was, you know, 10 years ago, but, uh, but it's not terrible yet, but nobody really wants to go downtown to the fucking courthouse or to the government offices. Nobody wants to go down there. You can't park anywhere. You got to park in a parking garage. It's shit. Uh, you have to walk forever to get to the thing. You have to bring all these different papers and shit, and then stand in line forever, which is a pain in the ass. So, as goofy as it sounds, it's just it's very inconveniencing and as idiotic of a reason that is. It's only because the entire process in and of itself was so long and drawn out that I see no need to go and do that. Right. Well, is there anything right now in your life that you would have to have that? Like, is there anything stopping no. you? Not really, right? It's really just one of those things where come and do it when, you know, it's just one of those check mark, check yeah. mark basically that you have to do, which I get it, but you, this couldn't have happened when we were at here the last time finishing documents. Yeah. <laughs> That's this wild. can't be done over Zoom. <laughs> For real. Well, you know who got it right uh, recently is um, are some of the uh, car insurance companies. So like Progressive, my wife and I have that, and you pull it up on your phone. Like you don't have to have a paper oh, yeah. card. You don't have to have a physical hard copy. You don't have to go anywhere. You just they they just email you. You know you just log in and you got the shit. Like I got pulled over a couple months ago, and I'm like, I just pull it up on my phone. You know, like here you go. <laughs> like it's right there. Can we just move to that with our ID? Like, why do I need a fucking ID? I hate carrying a wallet. I don't need a wallet. Um, that's me, you know, and I, I just have my ID on my phone. I don't need anything else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as far as my knowledge goes, I think still, at least here, in Illinois, it's illegal to use uh, a picture of your license for like a drink at a bar or something or whatever, yeah. or 
certain cities have certain ordinances or their city laws where that's illegal to do. And it's just, it's one of those things where I'm like, it's a picture of my ID. It looks like me. It's clearly me. I just don't have it physically on me. Right. And I just want a glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the drinking thing's funny, too. Now, in China, do they have... uh do they have um, the age restriction thing for alcohol like we do? Depends on where you are, to be honest. If you're in a smaller province, like a farm city, you can be 11-year-old Johnny going to pick up a beer for Grandpa. Mm. Versus, you know, a giant city where, depending on the club you go to some of them may ask you for an id some of them may not some of them may choose pick and choose which customers they ask for an id like you know here um in chicago's chinatown when i was living around that area for a short amount of time the bars and clubs that i would go to there never id'd me never id'd any of my asian friends would always id my White friends, you know, Hispanic friends, whoever. Always. But they would always just like, no, you guys can go out. Let me see your ID. It's like, (laughs) okay. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, you know, but you know how America has the, um, like the whole, our country is, uh, you know, 21 to drink or whatever. Is there a thing like that in China? Like where the, the country law is... You can't. I'm honestly not up to date enough to tell you an accurate answer. Yeah. (laughs) I hear you. Yeah, because I think the, um, was it the UK? I think theirs is 16 or maybe 18. No, maybe it's 18. Yeah. Yeah, theirs is decently young. And I'm just thinking, well, to be honest, here in the US, 18 year olds are drinking too. For sure. I was drinking, I was 16. Dude, like, it's, you know, yeah. Like now, when I was a happen. teenager, it was uh, the drinking age hasn't changed uh, yet, so it was still eighteen. But um, I think it changed soon after, somewhere around when I was a teenager. But uh, but yeah, nobody listens to that shit, bro. Anyway, no, but everyone uh, finds a loophole, a way, you know, yeah. a middleman, whatever. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's funny. Well, cool. Hey, listen, it's been uh, it's been awesome, me, you know, getting to meet you and have you on. Um, what? Uh, so, for a new player, especially a female, what kind of advice do you have for somebody that's out there? She's going to show up to the field by herself, just like you did, or you know, not by herself, but the only girl at the field. Um, she doesn't have a gun, so she's going to do a rental. So, what is your advice to this person? Don't get angry. Don't get emotional. Don't wear booty shorts and have fun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And what kind of gun? What's the uh, best uh, starter gun to recommend for somebody new? Um, honestly, something as simple as a G and G two point combat is is that simple. You can upgrade the shit out of it, and it shoots decent right out of the box. As long as you don't, as long as you. You're not an idiot. Yeah, right. Don't open it up and try to do stupid shit to it. 
if you don't right. know what don't you're doing. Don't full auto for 15, 20 seconds going on. Like, you're going to break <laughs> something. <laughs> All right. I hear you. Well, I appreciate you, May. Thank you for being on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. 